Thank you for tuning into a podcast in our series, Real Life. Stay tuned for an inspirational exploration of dynamic experiences and insightful reflections on the highs, the lows, life presents. TBS Now Radio brings you engaging content no matter where you are listening to this stream. Don't touch that dial as you journey with our presenter and guest today. Remember, this is a real-life podcast stream coming to you from TBS Now Radio. Stay with us as we uncover faith-based principles and practical ways to make a success of life. Hello and welcome to Real Life with Femi Bioy. My guest today is MC Mark, popularly known as the comedian of the United Nations, CUN. London-based Nigerian MC Omotokwe Afolayon is a comedy star and a charming compare. He is an award-winning performer with a clutch of trophies to his name. He is fondly referred to as the comedian of the United Nations because his jokes are spontaneous, versatile, charismatic, inspiring, sprightly, and interactive. His performances are engaging and always make sense. And funny too. The stand-up comedian, MC, actor, and scriptwriter describes his comedy as clean, corporate, observational, and spontaneous. Listen to this quote. My comedy focuses on relaxing my audience, edutainment, and motivation. I like to summarize it as bringing healing through laughter by being funny for a reason. Having already won multiple awards, including a GAB, that's Gathering of Africa's Best 2016 Award, a Black Enterprise and Youth Empowerment Award, and an African Film 2014 Award for Best Comedian. MC Mark has been praised not only for his comedy, but also his talents in film, business, and his contribution to the development of upcoming talent. MC Mark, comedian of the United Nations, is certainly one to watch out for, as it catches you unawares and makes you laugh against your wish most times. He has mentored other rising entertainment stars and continues to support charities like Cancer Care, Sight Savers, Save the Children, UNICEF, and a lot more, as a way of giving back to society. With the strap line, Tested positive to laughter, he hosts his own show, Mark Alive, on the 26th of December in London, among many other entertainment events throughout the year. MC Mark, it is a pleasure, it is a profound privilege to have you on Real Life with Femi Ibiwaye. So MC Mark, you're welcome to Real Life with Femi Ibiwaye. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, uh, Mr. Femi. Uh, always cherish you, always cherish the uh, time with you. Remember, um, moving to the UK, you know, uh, apart from the fact that um, uh, one was established in Nigeria, I was doing quite a lot of things doing for the state governor. 
but I still remember you giving me my very first gig. <laughs> moving to the UK then. You, you say the nicest things. You say the no, nicest boy, things. No, boy, it's genuinely true. Um, many years ago, um, I, can't, I can't forget. I met you uh, in one of my brother's place, and then you got to know me, and then, that is bam, a few weeks, few weeks later, my phone rang and said, can I do this? Not that you couldn't have done it by yourself. Um, knowing you are a reputable MC yourself, but that you decided to... Not um, in the same class. <laughs> Not in the same class. Okay, MC Mark, please tell my audience okay. about your early life. Okay. Where were you born and what was early family life? Hmm. What was it like? <sighs> that's a deep one. Very deep. Do you know why? Um, that's because I lost my dad when I was two. We're, we're six, uh, five from my mom, and um, my dad died, not because he ran away, he died, and that was in Nigeria. I grew up, I was born and bred in Lauren, Kwara State, western part of Nigeria, and uh, you don't often get many comedians come from there because people don't never, actually say I, I don't think I've met any comedian from, yeah, from Lauren in Kwara State. Yes, a lot of people don't associate that side of Nigeria with uh, very funny, hilarious comedians. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, there is none. So we were trailblazing. As a matter of fact, I trailblazed stand-up comedy in, in Kwara State. Um, and you can go back to the history, uh, Kwara Muslaf and all of that. But let, let's fast forward your question. I digress a bit. You need to check me because yes. I could digress. Yes, a don't digress too back. much. Let's, let's, let's talk <laughs> about your family. Where were you born? I was born what in What was Lory. early life like? I was born in a lorry. I lost my dad when I was two. Early life was tough. The majority of the thing that my mom the face focused is fresh on. and shiny. It doesn't, it doesn't look like that's, any life. You're talking about when I was... That, there's been a lot of refinery and bridge water passing on that bridge uh, over many years. But I give kudos to my mom, um, Ashake, uh, uh, Bola Joko, uh, Ajomale, Ni Ajomale, but Afolayan. Uh, she did a lot of work. Her major focus was education. You getting nice shoe was in priority. You getting nice school uniform was in priority. It was education. Because that was the mandate my dad gave her on his dying bed. Mm. He said, this, and I quote, my mom said, your dad told me, Meaning, Can you translate let them, it? Meaning, let these children get education. Every other thing will fall into place. Mm. And I can say, uh, by the grace of God and all the, and the help of my mom, God doesn't always come down. He will send an angel. Mine was my mom. Okay, Bola Joko. Ashake, she struggled to make sure all of us were graduates. See, we didn't have good shoe. Mm -mm. We had beans every day because my mom believed that if you eat beans every day, you won't have diabetes. You won't look malnourished. So we had beans every day. Okay? It was cheap, but it was effective. But education, we all got education. We didn't have good shoe. I remember I visited the cobblers more than I visited the shoe shop. And it was a lot of things that fr my friends could boast of. And, you know, they were not, no, I didn't. We, 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 even television, it wasn't the best of television. It, it just so happened that I ended up what in What century show are we talking about? We are talking about <laughs> over 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, but... You, want, you don't want me to digress, but just know, imagine in Nigeria, this is not UK where you get benefits as a single mom. Being raised as a single mom, it could have ended either way. You could have become dysfunctional. You could have become uneducated. You could have turned 
um, to be on the street. But with prayer, I remember I was a little bit of a, of a busy child. I nearly said challenging there. My mom said um, one day she was at traffic light. She didn't know what else to do. She just prayed to God that I was quite busy. I was a handful. And God began to turn my life around. It could have gone either way. So I got involved in the church, in the Lauren uh, Fosequa uh, church. Um, I got really involved. Um, then my talent started coming up. I was heading the drama unit. And then I would introduce the drama. People would like it. And then they, they made me to do announcement in church as well because I put giggles on people's face. Mm. And then people want me to host their weddings. Okay, this is real stuff. I'm not going to... As a child? No. I, I, I've gone to secondary school now. Okay. I, I've, okay. I fast you forward. You haven't, told us, you haven't told us about your primary school. You haven't okay, told I'm us not about secondary school. Okay. I, 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 Did so, you go to university? I went to university. Ah, okay. Fantastic. Tell us, what uh, was primary school like? Were was you bullied school? as a child? Um, was that why you started to see the funny side of things? No, I wasn't bullied. My own story was different. It was the fact that I didn't have enough. So my decoy was humor. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, I'll trek back home. It was not, uh, it was about maybe one and a half miles home. I'll trek back home. Mm. I didn't have good shoes. So I didn't have what some people might have. So I remember my trousers. I used to use the label for my, for my shirt to patch my trouser, my shorts. MC Mark, are I'm you very, sure? I'm very sure. You can confirm that. I still have some of those. I, I say it in front of my mom, and my mom could be listening. The, you know, there's a label on your shirt here that you could take off. Yeah, this one is a designer label I'm looking at. <laughs> no, no, no. You're talking of present. Oh, okay. You're talking about my childhood. Okay, yeah. You're asked about my childhood. I'm okay. giving you real life. I'm no, not going to interview... But you are touching a current label. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go back. Let's go back to... So what was so, secondary school like? Secondary school was, was similar as well. I was still using, uh, patching my, my, my trousers at, at secondary school, but... It was education for well, my mom. Only was I wasn't the only child. We were six. Okay. I said it at the start of the time. Okay. Okay. I wasn't the only child, yeah. which made it more challenging. Hmm. So it was my mom had to fend for five children. Right. Okay. So, and in Nigeria, the good thing that my you dad were the did, last born? I, I, yes, I was the last one. Okay. So the good thing about it was that my dad, before he died, he built a house. So, um, and it was, that was one good thing. If not, it could have been worse. Hmm. So, um, but my mom did her best. Education top notch. Okay. I went to St. Anthony's Secondary School. Yeah. Um, my mom made sure that they've never chased me home for school fees. Okay. My mom will use the last money to pay the school fees. Okay. So what, that was you your degree? School. what was your degree? My degree was industrial chemistry from University of wow. London. And you can, you can confirm that I'm giving you real life. Again, mm. my mom. Mm. Again, she was going by the mandate that my dad said. Mm. Let us children study and whoever is listening listen forget about the current state just yeah. get educated okay. just make sure you are getting those academics in yeah it, it can take you anywhere okay. get it in yeah. as of today as i'm saying with you i have two degrees and so okay. many qualifications okay. Okay. but so it was, was your first degree in? my first degree was industrial chemistry okay and the second degree second degree was therapy 
radiography. Okay. That is radio radiotherapy treating can cancer treatment. Okay. okay. Yes. Was that from in Nigeria university? Or? No, no, from from the UK. From That's the from the University okay. of Portsmouth. Again, you can confirm. I'm okay. not. I'm not one of those we people who you. would we go. You. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying confirm. Yes. No, no, okay. no. We know that comedy sometimes you know skews the. For you to be actually, if you see yeah. real funny comedians, yes, they go to school. Because okay. you, especially if you want to Why? educate, Why do they go to school? because if you want to educate intellectual minds, yeah. you have to be on their level. You have to be able to speak their language. You have to be able to understand. Okay. And then comedy is run like a business. Yeah. If you want to run your business, you need education. Is not necessarily what you learn in the four walls. Yes. So I don't want anybody to think university was give you the head. It just helps you. Yes. A, a disciplined atmosphere of study only exposes your mind. Yes effectively you still run everything like business comedy is run like business okay how did you get into comedy that, then i have to take you back to primary school okay again. take me back to primary school okay so take me school. and the audience don't leave the back audience to, behind <laughs> <laughs> back to primary school again yeah. my the, 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 my uh, my escape because yeah. i didn't have enough mm -hmm. my escape was humor yeah so i banter in class mm -hmm. secondary school the same thing banter in class mm -hmm. okay then fast forward to uni banter amongst my friends translated to the stage okay then translated to drama group okay so what way back in secondary drama school group? drama group was first equa um uh, evangelical drama unit that's fidu okay and i actually named it fidu okay again you can cross check his okay okay what parts did you play in the drama okay i was heading the drama unit okay and i was scripting the plays most mm -hmm. of the plays mm -hmm. and i started uh, a yearly program called comet of christian drama Com comet of comet. christian drama is that yeah, like, it's a uh, year like comet it's still on still today comet wow. yes okay. as in comet like it comes once a year yeah, yeah so like a beacon shining beacon and drama okay. and we're one of the most popular drama unit then because we're um, uh, acting plays yeah all across choir stadium yeah. and sometimes uh, uh, beyond okay so the and I mentored quite a lot of people, but let's not go into that now. Let's just focus okay. on your okay. question. Mm. So, because I'm not treating this interview like a celebrity interview. No, I want to tell you hardcore okay. and truth and just okay. drop it. Give as us some real celebrity as because some of, some of the people listening uh, in the audience, they want a little bit of gold dust, celebrity stardust. Okay. COVID is a leveler. Yes. No matter who you are, I don't mm. think it's so much about the celebrity status. Yeah. It's so much about being real and nuggets that people can lash on. This is real life. Yeah, that's what I want. I want people to be able to listen to this interview and take something no matter who they are. Yeah. So I'm trying to say it as real as possible mm -hmm. and then let them interpret or take away celebrity status or not. That's that's their own. But okay. I want to be as real as possible because everybody that has a future has a history. Yes. And when you've seen celebrities and top people drop dead in the last two years next to you then you know that your mm. status is really nothing what you need is your status is important and your status <laughs> is on the ascendancy you are a rising star shining brighter and brighter <laughs> please go ahead sir. i appreciate that but to all intents and purposes covid is a respecter of no persons mm. and it does make you rethink your your ideals so you pivot you pivot mm -hmm. yeah so Go back, going back to your question, and yeah. then drama unit in church gave me the platform yeah. that I needed, first of all, to gain the crowd confidence, okay. to practice some of my spontaneity and humor and connection with the crowd. Okay. Yeah. But God had a different purpose. Okay. You were doing drama and drama comedy. Unit. 
in Nigeria. Indra, in Nigeria. Okay. I was hosting for the governor. I got to the level where I was hosting for the governor. I did the governor, governor Bukora Sagaraki's 40th birthday, 41st okay. birthday. Okay, so right. for those who don't know, um, Governor Bukola Saraki yeah. was a Kwara State governor, governor yeah, who also then, became the president then, of the Senate. Senate president. Yeah, so yeah. very influential and important. I was at that level. Okay. Whenever okay. our ambassador then visited myself and Alibaba, yes, would be in the room to entertain. Okay. So I was already at that level okay. before migrating, pivoting. As okay. God will have it. Yeah. Then you come okay. to UK and then you start all over again. Okay. 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 So tell us, tell us, how did you transition from the Niger comedy scene yeah. into the UK comedy scene? Okay. Because you're a comedian yeah. that cuts across in terms of appeal yes. to Thank a you wide cross section of audiences. So just as the Nigerians are enjoying you, the Ghanaians are enjoying you, the South Africans are enjoying you, the Zimbabweans yeah. are enjoying you, the English folks yes, are enjoying you. you. Thank you so for that. how do you, did you pivot successfully <laughs> into the comedian for United Nations? Okay, thank you. Again, it boils down to even my delivery in Nigeria was, because I didn't really start delivering full comedy until after my first degree. Yeah. I was emceeing in university days, most of the concerts on campus, the, most of the top concerts on campus, I was the one hosting it, even though I was in the science side. And again, who, whoever knows history can go back again. There's permanent side where all of us scientists were. There's the mini campus where the social sciences were. Even when they had, when I was full-fledged in high flame on campus, in full-fledged high flame on campus, even though I was on the permanent side where we were doing science and engineers and all of us were, I would be called to host even on the social science where the performing artists were. That's how flaming hot I, I took the art then, even in even in in university days. Okay. I didn't know that I would carry on okay. after uni, okay. but I gave it my all, and okay. they loved it. Yeah. So now this is a changing point. This is now the story you need to hear. Okay. When, when I was serving in Benin, after my youth service call, all my savings I was duped. That was the turning point. When you say duped, what, what exactly, exactly are you talking about? Thank you very much. Mm. So, after my you youth scammed. service, I was scammed, yes. Okay. All my savings. Maybe I was a little bit greedy. Like I said, I'm going to keep it real. Okay. They said they could help me make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. These guys, okay, that I should bring money to make more money. Yeah. I was foolish. I was greedy. I have to was be Was it an investment? Or? They said that they had the power. So, I, okay. This was it. I met them in a taxi. Mm -hmm. They, I didn't know. This it was, was later taxi than, runs. The, taxi runs, mm. exactly. So they kind of like did the decoy. They said uh, the guy had money in the boat. So I saw the money in the boat. Okay. There was a charm on the money. A real life story. Okay. There was charm on the money. I saw the charm. I saw the big Ghana Moscow bag. For those who don't know Ghana Moscow, think of it as a huge traveling sack. Yeah. Yeah. They said that they were going to convert the money. Into, but they need to into into um, they need to remove the charm so that they could share the money. Mm. So the taxi driver said he was going to take the guy that had the money was going to take him to the police station. Mm. The guy was begging that he shouldn't that they could all share the money. That was I interested? Well, it was money to remove the charm. Okay, take him to the police station or take him to where we could remove the charm for us to get the money. Were you a Christian at that time? I was a Christian. 
but I was greedy. I was an immature Christian. Okay, so as a Christian, yes, you would surely have known yes. that you could have neutralized the charm and just taken the money anyway. Thank you for that. But is that what we should use our our power for? Well, 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 well. If it, if you're talking about the powers of darkness, yeah. if the charm was the only thing, who uh, owned the money in the first place? Well, was it their money, or was the it thing. the money of the charm? It was part of their scam. You see, it was part of their scam. This is the get rich quick scheme. That's why I don't believe it. No matter what you tell me now, I'll, I'll chuckle. If you know where to get gold, mm -hmm. you won't be looking for me to tell. You go and make your gold yourself. Why do you want to tell me about the gold? That's why there's no... But as, if you tell me about all this scam, I don't believe it. You can't scam me twice. <laughs> Once oh, beaten, twice shy. I'm ten times shy. Maybe more. <laughs> okay, we're, we're, we're really enjoying you. We're really enjoying you, MC Mark. So that was think, the turning point. That yeah. was the story that I needed. Yeah. That, was okay. the, that was that limp. So what so then it happened? It was a setup for a what blessing. What happened? Actually, I thank those people who duped me now. Yeah. How much because did you lose? Because if, if they didn't dupe me, yeah. If they didn't know me, I probably wouldn't have realized my talent. That how full fledged I could have gone. How much did you lose? That's a very good point. The point is not how much you lose. It's for a youth cop, a youth copper, mm -hmm. as we call them. We call them copper yeah. then. Who has just finished is somebody that had the parent struggle to put you through uni, mm -hmm. and then you saved your entire saving, closing to about fifty thousand. Okay. or more i can't remember the exact how much thing. was your allowance um, allowance every month uh, i think allowance was every month it was ten thousand or no no it was in the days of five, i can't remember maybe five thousand or seven thousand so you saved about ten times your whole allowance thank you very much okay that will ten give you times. that will give you an idea of how focused i was yeah okay i was going to do a lost? business and how much i lost that was all i had it's a different thing if you had 10 million and you lose fifty thousand. You didn't lose it, nothing. Mm -hmm. If that was all you had and you don't have a mom or a parent to go to, mm. okay, to it's, pivot, it's a different thing. To, to pivot, pivot you back, <laughs> back to money. <laughs> okay. We go with that term. The revolving you seem to like, okay. you seem to like we're that. Going to, we're going to take a very, very quick break. Okay. And after the break, we're going to come back um, uh, into the interview and um, we're going to talk about mentoring. We're going to talk about okay. coaching. And we're going to ask you to give us a few skits because that's what comedians do yeah we drop punchlines here there. fantastic yeah. ladies and gentlemen you have been listening to mc mac the mc for the united nations he has been a great and tremendous inspiration whatever you do don't touch that dial we'll be right back after this short break you are tuned in to a radio stream from TVS Now with Femi Ibiwaya. Inspirational, engaging, uplifting radio. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Real Life with Femi Ibiwaya. My guest today is fantastic. He's MC Mark, uh, the comedian that. of the United Nations. For those Banda. of you who uh, haven't met him, this is... A fantastic opportunity to get introduced to the man himself. MC Mark, you're welcome back to Real Life with Femi Biwaye. Thank you. I, I just like your baritone voice. MC Mark is <laughs> always a high seller, high selling point. Every groom should have that voice. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. You're very kind, sir. 
So, before we went on the break, we talked about your introduction to comedy, why you're yeah. doing comedy, and we talked about your education, we talked about your family life. Do you have a mentor? And do you feel that there is value in having a mentor? And yeah. much more importantly, is there anybody you are currently mentoring? Oh, wow, that's multifaceted. Okay, so don't know where to begin this but there's value in mentoring let me just hit the uh, uh, low-hanging fruit there there's value in mentoring now for every facet you pick your mentor with every faces you are you don't necessarily need to be stuck for, with one mentor for life i wasn't okay my first exposure to television was from kunle um of blessed memory I, and i had to mention it because this man gave me the platform before the Kwa state government and whenever they paid me then, I want to pay him out of it. He said, talk like a lot share now. Meaning that, why do you have to do that? He gave me that first platform. Secondly, I need to mention the Georgia as well for giving me the platform on radio. See, whatever performance I did through in COVID season, which was very tense for most people, finding most artists called me. I don't want to mention their names and they were lamenting how they were struggling. I didn't really struggle with the Zoom performance because my exposures was on radio. And thanks to Dejo Rija, who started making me tell jokes on radio. That was how people would listen to my jokes on radio and they would invite me to come and be their MC for their wedding. Again, back in the Lauren, the Lauren uh, State Radio then. So I needed to mention those two people. But their journey in my life stopped at some point. It's not, they, they couldn't, they, they played their part to get me started, but they can't carry me on. Okay, okay. And also for uh, political, for some political um, exposure then I had, I remember um, um, Dan Kazim in Ilori then, he used to take me to perform in political arena uh, when they were doing political campaign. Okay, and I think that was useful because it gave me another level of exposure and I had to mention those two or three people. But all along, I watch different arts, I watch different people do different things and I pick from them uh, intently. And sometimes I use other lessons in business because effectively you run your comedy like a business. So I, I have business mentors as well. So people that I pick ideas from and so all along I watch different people. All along. So that those three people I mentioned were at the start. At the start, okay? But carrying on, I watch different people. I still watch different arts. Uh, list is endless. British comedians, Nigerian comedians, uh, Asian comedians, and they all have what to offer, okay? So back to the people I'm mentoring. First of all, I mentor my son, okay? Ted Bobo, if you've seen him on any of our shows, um, as of today, we have... Uh, the biggest family-friendly comedy variety show in the United Kingdom called Mark Markala. Tebobo now, his first performance was when he was seven years old. He's now 11. So he's been 11 and he's been to US. He's been to Scotland and of course he's performed across the UK. Okay, and of course he's performing in, in, in France and Italy. So even though at 11 he's visited the airport, I think more than most people at his age, 
in in fact when my mom was traveling he was the one that escorted my mom to the airport because he knows his way around the airport more than my mom so he was the one that took my mom even though my mom was as the adult acting as a guardian he was the one leading my mom through the airport because he's been there it was the navigation system Fantastic. So, because he knows his way around the airport. If not for age, he could travel by himself now. Oh. Okay, but but for the laws of the land that, okay, it's got to be 18. Yeah. So, I believe that whatever you do outside, you have to have a shade of it in your house. Yeah. For those who don't speak Yoruba, I don't have apologies for speaking Yoruba, by the way. That's my mother tongue. But for those who don't speak Yoruba, it means that... Um, how do you say it again? Uh, 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 you, you, uh, uh, no, there's actually a phrase. Charity at begins home. at home. That's yeah. the phrase I'm looking for. Yeah. So mentoring him um, was my first mission to to deliver, teaching him timing of his comedy because timing is everything. It's not what you say; it's how and when you say it. That's what matters in comedy. Okay, and that's really important. In fact, if that's Believe what I say, at the right time. Oh. The timing, the right thing. It's not what you say. You could say you could say anything, and it could be funny if you have the right timing and the right uh, uh, sequence for it. Okay. So back to mentoring, and of course, so when are you going to give us um, some of your skits? Some of my skits. How oh, you you you've been you you've been chuckling all along. I'm just dropping in as you go along. I'm chuckling. <laughs> That's it. So of course, uh, mentor people like Sako, who is one of the most popular uh, uh, MCs uh, in Lagos today. Senior advocate of comedy. You probably some because Sako, the matchmaker, and all that uh, mentored quite quite a lot other guys in in, in Ilorin back then. Um, and they are still doing very well today. Some of them have radio shows now. And in the UK, um, you know, you have big names as well that we've, uh, we've uh, Rob Conta, and they've claimed that I imparted them. They claim I imparted them. I'm not saying this. I don't know if I should start dropping their names, but you know, some of the popular okay, guys so can that you you've seen. an inspirational story okay. from the COVID, the pandemic period? Okay, pandemic started and we had... The Makalai Comedy Variety Show, the biggest family-friendly comedy show in the UK, uh, we have six cities, Aberdeen, Scotland, uh, uh, um, Glasgow, uh, uh, Manchester, Leeds, and all our shows were cancelled because of COVID. It was demoralizing. A 17-year career, you don't know where to pick, pick up from. So it was like going back to the drawing board. Okay? It was... First of all, we were losing money. We've lost money. Life, of course, we were grateful to be alive. To be honest with you, that's the main thing. But talking about the business side of things, because the bills don't stop. So, it was an eye-opener. We started uh, 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 virtual gigs. And I just needed to do one virtual gig. And then that's when the book booking started coming in again for, for virtual gigs. So, and I'm grateful. And Again, I refer to the story I told, told you earlier about me starting on radio. So all the skill set for radio, I just brought them back to Zoom. The advantage of Zoom is you can see us. With radio, you can't see, you can only hear. Now you can see, so I took advantage of that. So we have our shows now. So we're able to do two Mark Alive shows. And every month, every third, second, third Friday of the month, we do Groove Unlimited now. And people tune in for laughter and banter. We have the next one this Friday. 16th so 
So Groove Unlimited, where, what time does it hold? It holds 9 to 11, third Friday of the month. Okay, third okay. Friday. You laugh, you have banter, and you have discussion and dance. Okay, and the next one is... 16th of July. 16th of July. Yeah, Friday, so, 16th of July, 9 p.m. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to uh, this um, podcast yeah. on the 16th of July yeah. at 9 p.m. Yeah, to 11. tune into the Mac... You, if you go on our show. website, no, it's going to be the Groove Unlimited. The Groove Unlimited. If you go, where do we, where can we connect? If you go to um, Groove, type Groove Unlimited or uh, Escape Entertainment. Escape is X, not ES. X, Cape okay. Entertainment. Is that in the dictionary? <laughs> we could make it to be. We could. Is is post COVID? Haven't you say? Don't you? Pandemic Don't you see? Are you covidized? New words are coming to your dictionary. Oh, are you co- have you been COVIDed? That, that means have you been like vaccinated? Vaccina- have you have you been vaccinated? Have you been COVIDized? Did you have COVID? That's yep. it. Okay. So new dictions are hitting your dictionary. Okay. Watch out. What are the other words that are hitting the dictionary? That are coming very soon. Yes. Okay. So uh, there is a social distanced. That's social, when social distanced. Socially distanced. <laughs> That's when. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when <laughs> you and your missus are doing social distancing on the oh, same are bed. You supposed to be doing that on the same bed, but <laughs> you are doing social. Dis- but yeah, you're on the after, same bed. After <laughs> you can conclude the rest of the story and use your imagination for that. So, but a uh, classic, and um, yeah. So then we started doing the gigs, and we we're still going to be running virtual uh, shows, um, but. After COVID, we are hitting back with fire. All the cities are getting heated. We're coming to Leeds, coming to Manchester, coming to Leicester, coming to uh, uh, Aberdeen. We're coming to um, um, uh, which other city have I not mentioned? And of course, London. And London is set 26 December 2021. Okay. okay so your, your shows are unique because you have comedians from all around the world yeah um, south african comedians yes um uh, male and female male and female comedians young and old children yeah as well comedian kid comedian kid comedian yeah that is very very unusual where did you get that idea exactly that's because it's a it's a family friendly uh, uh comedy variety show and it's uh it's it's it cuts across and also, one thing you needed to add is uh, family-friendly, clean comedy. Okay. So um, it's going to be airing on some of the popular TV stations. We'll, we'll keep that on uh, in the cupboard for now. But watch out. It's coming to one of uh, some of the popular TV stations. So probably uh, BBC yeah. One, BBC ITV. Two, ITV. I'm not disclosing, I'm not disclosing Sky. details. I'm not disclosing Sky. this. Sky Atlantic. Sky Atlantic, you see. Uh, but watch out. Uh, watch out on one of the popular um, um, TV channels very soon. Because Ladies we're, and gentlemen, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. On Real Life with Femi Ibiwaye. That's it. The MC of the United Nations is coming to a terrestrial TV channel near you. Yes, post-Covidation. (laughs) Post-Covidation. In the nation. (laughs) I told you. Okay, so, um, and of course, 26th of December, we're hitting. And all the details on www.maclifeworld.co.uk. Okay. 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 And of course, we have our regular shows. I host regular shows as well for people, social events. It's been 
manic weddings birthdays corporate events i've got the miss africa uk on the 31st of july in manchester in fact you were so heavily subscribed that i've been chasing you for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to get this interview Wait. and eventually we had to have it in home sense <laughs> which is why you're here which makes rattling. sense which, which makes sense <laughs> yeah so thank you so much for um for for your time you know um Captain Tom Moore really proved to be a rallying point last year. Okay. Raising a massive 30-something million pounds for NHS charities together. Yeah, land that's a landmark. What do you think is the next major landmark, you know, that the nation is going to gather around? What's your prediction for it? Now that Captain Tom Moore has passed on and he's left this massive legacy behind, what is the next big thing? See, for Captain, it's a hard shoe to feel. He was a veteran and the nation loved him. He had an antecedent, an unprecedented antecedent. Yeah. He was able to do that. I'm not going to try and feel that shoe. It's it's not right for an eagle to try to behave like a shark mm. but this is mine okay might not be a prediction but it might be a legacy i'm seeking to leave if you've attended the Makalai comedy variety show you would know this is a common thing yeah it's common we want to flog redundant tendencies that means addressing some of the uh, incompetences in the black communities and we do that and secondly to address particularly our youth children and youth that is my main aim okay to give our youth expression of talents and what they can do with their time rather than knifing themselves if you watch it well it's black children that are knifing black children in the uk okay because i live in uk i can speak for that now there's another vision i have for nigeria but let me do one at a time and that's why one of our Makalai comedy variety show, the December one, we tackle the um, um, Get Back Our Kids. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that was aimed at, and if you hear some of the punchlines on the night, is revolving around stopping knife crime. A third of the people in prison are black. Mm. That's too huge for a minority ethnic group. Mm. It's too huge already. If you put us on the map, we are the least po uh, amount of people, but we are the most amount of people in prison. Mm. something is going on imbalance imbalance mm. but also with the system we are easy target where our kids are used are not feeling empowered enough and also go to the family system a lot of dysfunctionality within the home parents not giving enough time for their kids and everybody feeling that as soon as maybe somebody misbehaving they will send them out and the homes are breaking and it's not the home that is breaking it's the future of our children that is breaking so that is a subtle vision that we have on the horizon and that we use humor you see a lot of talent musical talents young guys performing uh, their music um, on Mac Alive show so the driving force for the show is not just the money or the business side of things there's a legacy but I can't I'm not sure I can match what Captain Thump did but I can do my bit and that is my bit 
when we got sponsored by um, a, a lottery, um, the the national lottery, they sponsors one of our, our, our shows. You can see on how the many, night. How many, how many applications did you have to write? No, no. Funnily enough, it was just one. Okay. You can see on the night how the money was spent on the youth for their talents and their performance. Oh. Okay, so that is part of the legacy. Uh, to give a boost and expression. As a matter of fact, if possible, if God will grant us, maybe Makalai will be another X Factor platform focusing, targeting young black kids. Amen. Amen. But the black community have a role to play. Uh-huh. When we put out tickets, if people don't buy the tickets, how are we going to fulfill the dreams or the vision? People, black people don't get it that when you help black businesses get there, you're providing a platform for your children. They will be in position to hire your kids in the future. Even if not your children, your next door neighbor, who could have been knifing another person or getting knifed? Mm. You help them. Black people don't connect dots like that. Black people look at the dots, oh, me, myself, and my family. Mm-mm. Whatever you, you think do. that is changing now, especially with, um, with organizations like um, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, that has done a lot who is in running terms it? of... Why people are running Black Lives advocacy. Movement? Yeah, but, but people in the community, both black and white, are involved in it. Are getting involved. Um, people are taking the why did they? People why, are taking the Yes, name. but why did they become racist to our kids after football on Sunday? It oh, shows the deep down. About, uh, <laughs> it shows deep down who they are. They, I, I don't really trust. I can't say all oh, latterly. I trust that moment. This is my reason, because the chips went down. People needed an expression. They needed an excuse to get out of the house. Yeah. So we didn't know why they were doing it. Mm-hmm. But when the chips are down, when interview are dropping in and people are seeing the names, black people, name, they are putting people. Black people are still ten times unlikely to get a job. You see, than, you still feel this yeah. glass ceiling is still, you know, against. Um, opportunity. They set up. They set up. The system is set up. It's not set up for us. It's not enabling enough what for black think, kids. What do you think about the newspaper coverage of the biased. World, World Cup? Why is biased. It's biased? biased because we don't have enough of our people there. Okay. And when you are telling black people that go this way, black people think the only way to serve God is in church. They think the only way to serve God is in the mosque. Yeah, but, but or, or they're not, they've not been going to church for a year. But what I'm saying is that they still, the mentality is there that oh, I want to serve God. No, it could be your community. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, whoever you have power to help is your neighbor. So, is is the mentality that is putting a level of glass ceiling? I can't really address what people as such, but I can address my own people because I see what we are doing. If we put out a show, for example, people think it's a show. Don't go there. Don't buy a ticket. Don't. How are we gonna be able to build our own economy? Our own brand. Our own, own brand. We are not network. financially st- strong enough. Hmm. We, we, we are not weighing heavily on the economy. But well, don't you think that's going to take some time, um, especially since uh, if you look at the Asians, for instance, they yeah. have a head start. And um, Why they do they have face, a head start? It's their face, mentality. They probably face some of this, the challenges that we are now encountering. It's their mentality that changed it for them. This is what Asian people do. You're a doctor, but you know how to run the uh, one-pound shop. 
the what do you call it? Um, um, what, corner shop. Corner shop. Because from childhood they take you to the till. Um, Ari Mohammed run the shop, run the present till. Uh, customer, sorry, sorry, they'll teach my son. They will allow him to know how to run the till. So he goes to study medicine, but when he's on holiday, is Mohammed? He open the shop. When Mohammed grows up, he has a medical shop, but then he has a cab business to the corner shop. So it's a medical that has a cab that has a corner shop yeah. when it gives back to his children they make sure that shop doesn't fold through thick and thin it doesn't fold up when he grows up he passes on his children his child will become an accountant that his dad has a car business that has a corner shop then he will open a filling station so they now have filling station corner shop car business and the america and accountant they are running the economy Black people, let his let him read. Do you know the number of times that people have said to my son when he performed that? Let him study. Let him study. He's in grammar school now. But well, I don't talk about it. They think because you did comedy, you don't have sense. You know, out of all the people that competed, he was one of the first to be taken. Well, you're a teacher as well. Well, it's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not what that. What does your wife do? My wife is an IT person. So, but she teaches him as well. It's home. We need to make time for these kids. We need to make time for these kids. So, when I'm going on tour, he's coming with me. <laughs> Although he saves me more money, at least I don't have to pay him like I pay the other comedians. <laughs> no no i'm not cheating him he gets paid but not like the other comedians yeah. you understand because he's eating free food it's a is is it's a scriptural principle. principle the bible says train up your child in the way he should go yeah and when he is he's grown up he, he will not depart. so he knows comedy he's also completed his coding school he knows coding he can code now he knows comedy he's the one now he knows how to run camera and camera video editing. So he's at probably 11. going to create a comedy app that is going to put all of you out There of you business. go. And I'll sit <laughs> and down as a manager. On, on that happy note, <laughs> we're going to go to another break. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the comedian of the United Nations, MC Mark, on Real Life with Femi Ibiwa. Whatever you do, don't touch that dial. If touch it, we'll, we'll catch you. Be right back with you right after this break. You are tuned into a radio stream from TVS Now with Femi Ibiwaya. Inspirational, engaging, uplifting radio. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back, MC Mark. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Femi, for for having me. Um, if only we can see how handsome you look today. The people will appreciate that the voice going in <laughs> and the face is uh, it's amazing. But no, thank you. Um, we were giving shout out, were we? Yeah. So, um, do you want to give a shout out to anyone that is important to you? I want to give shout out first of all to all the. Uh, attendance at uh, Mark Live Comedy Variety Show in all the cities uh, across the UK 
and for those in Chicago as well. I want to thank you for all your support. I want to thank all my clients who are constantly booking me in and out for their weddings, for their social events, uh, their birthdays, their anniversary, their corporate events, their company anniversaries and all of that. I want to thank you because without you, it wouldn't be, uh, of course, it wouldn't be possible to uh, do what we do. And um, basically, I want to give a big shout out. People don't often do this. Uh, they become. Sh- I want to give a big shout out to all the moms and dads out there who, uh, despite all odds, are staying with their family despite uh, trials and temptation. I want to give shout out to them. People don't often do that, and there's a reason why I do that. I don't know whether it's within the scope of this uh, of this interview, uh, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 keep it I'll keep it like that. Okay. So, the lockdown is almost over, and businesses are heaving a sigh of relief, especially in the events events industry. Yeah. Uh, weddings have been um, curtailed. <laughs> you know, the 500, Covidized. 500, 1,000 uh, guest party has, um, has become... A much more distant memory than we ever imagined. They were COVIDized. <laughs> the short way to put it, they were COVIDized. You know, we said that different dishes will be coming across uh, post COVID. So, to cut that long sentence, just say they were COVIDized. Okay, so what's going to happen? What's your prediction? Prediction is this we are hitting back with fire. We've got jokes we never knew we'll be able to write. We've got entertainment. Uh, 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 within us that you never know you had within you. We've got creativity. We've got more creative. If I accidentally, incidentally or coincidentally jam you at an a next event. People who have been at my event in the past couple of weeks, they have sensed the change. We are on a different kind of fire. You don't understand when you were... Uh, there were two stages in this thing. There was lockdown and uh, there were people uh, who were uh, 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 what do you call it now? Tied down. Hmm. So, so combine those two forces. So when you unleash, chain, chain down, chain down. Okay. So when you now unleash, you don't understand that the the efficacy now because we had time to ruminate more hmm. before you were just chunking These out materials. I'm telling you, this is they all they all came at us. Studying dictionary for two years, you have to come up with a new word. <laughs> you have to come up with a new word. Everybody had a new word now. Even my four-year-old, he has a new one. So the point is this: imagine what happens when Mandela was shut down for twenty-seven years. Something happened after. Okay, so just accidentally jam me at the next event. See what happens, and of course, with all our comedy show, whether we are hosting your show or you are attending our show, both ways, we will give you the humor of your life. MC Mark, how do you relax? Do you I relax? relax. I have to relax. Um, up the stage, which you are a father, like Jennifer. <laughs> okay, you want the genre of music? I generally I like lock, uh, courtroom dramas. Okay. Courtroom dramas, how to get away with murder. I, I want mostly courtroom dramas, and I like the analytical nature of. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of a shooting or war kind of like movies. Courtroom dramas are, are mainly my thing. I just like the analytical uh, uh, 
type of it and next to that is uh, I do sports basketball tennis I'm not a big player don't give me that look like I'm a big player I'm very relaxed. impressed basketball uh, I, I can't play football anymore because my right knee now I, I, I'm seeing the physio now that's a sign of age as well that's that being ageified that is as a result of being ageified <laughs> so but uh, we can do other sport a lot of cycling now uh, a lot I do a lot of cycling now how and does your wife cope with she doesn't cope two comedians in the house she doesn't cope she's not coping she's well she's seen the bills are paid that's how oh. she's coping the women don't cope see if any man is out there you're deceiving yourself my, like, my wife likes what I do if, if, if what you are doing is paying the bill she will like what you do if what you are doing is not paying the bill no woman will like what you are doing you will just be meeting pushbacks of course so she's not coping she's enjoying the uh, uh, the largesse so what the benefits, else? The benefits of comedy. <laughs> so, so, so you know, oh, I always. Comedy I, I, I'm telling you, uh, uh, you know, my, my son got an award as rising star by a prestigious organization, Panache, last year. No, no, last two years. Oh no, thank you, thank you, and that's just the beginning. He's getting awarded in the entertainment. He's getting awarded in school as well. What can you? Uh, his air teacher gave him an award because he did a YouTube thing for them, and so, so that's what we want. We want the balance to be there. Because at the same time, you need to kind of like set the precedence for these children so that when they, they, children don't listen to what you say. It's what you do that they, they, they watch. And people don't know that. It's what you are doing. So if, if you are doing something and you are saying something, they are not listening to what you so say. just role modeling. Role modeling. That's it. That, that's just one word uh, that, that kind of like sums it up. But generally, um, what, what was the question again? We pivot again. Okay, so let's yeah. go to the next question. If you had a bucket list, what would you put on it? <sighs> bucket list. Uh, Lamborghini. Maybe. Gucci. I'm a Jaguar person, actually. Uh, uh, latest. What's that latest Jaguar code? I like that latest one. Uh, yeah. The, the, the 2021 one with uh, that self-drive itself. I'm a Jaguar person. Um, yeah. I, even though I, at the moment I'm a Lexus person. I like, I like my Lexus. Uh, you know. You wouldn't consider a Hyundai? Um, I'm not a Hyundai person. That's the thing. Not I'm, even the one that um, you can bring out of your garage with a remote control. I know that. Jaguar can do that as well. Jaguar drive itself. I'm, the, the Jaguar I'm talking about it can drive itself. It's, it's bulletproof. Not that anybody's looking for me to shoot me, but um, just to weed out COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Jaguar on your bucket list. What yeah, else? Jaguar. Uh, yeah, uh, possibly. Um, surprisingly, I'm not too. Uh, what, what is it? Too. Um, I don't have too much uh, sophistication. I don't mind. I let, let my house have my swimming pool uh, and, and have, have my have my moderate mind shot. You know, I, I'm a reasonably moderate person. Uh, not too excessive so I think and then mostly what would you what mostly uh, would definitely definitely uh, be on my bucket list is uh, um, just to see the rate of divorce come down is is it to during the COVID I want that to come down that's why we're putting up shows to address some of those redundancies uh, within within the home setting 
you know, if you look at the statistics, it's gone up by about 64%. Is that because more. people are not going to church or mosque anymore? No, that's because they are seeing themselves every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we shouldn't laugh so, about that because um, domestic violence... Uh, yeah, it's on the rise. That needs to come down because it's affecting uh, affecting a lot of the younger people growing up, particularly in the black community. I'm quite passionate about the black community a lot. You see that come up a lot in what I say. Uh, that's because it's, it, I'm passionate about it. We're not where we should be. It will, it will be huge um, to see us be where we, we should be. Become, you know, Prime Minister of Britain. Yeah. Bucket if list. If you were 16 person. again. 16 again. What would yeah. I do? I'll what be would a you footballer. do differently? I want to be a footballer. I like what the attention they enjoy. Who's your favorite football? At the moment, it changes. I don't have all-time favorites. You know, today is Messi, next is Ronaldo, but then, of course, you have the JJ Okocha of this world. What about the young you ones? Have Saka, you have the Sterling, you know, who are doing us proud at the moment. Rashford. Uh, Rashford. Oh, I, I, I was quite... Um, I was quite unhappy that uh, Rashford didn't get to play, of course, due to injury. Uh, but... Uh, definitely it would have been great to see him on the pitch and then he came on and then lost the the, the football he didn't lose it the i think the, the, the penalty i think it was destined to happen like that and when you see what the fallout from the loss you know that um, england wasn't ready for the football they are not mature enough then they became racist just because they didn't win a match then you know they were not really ready isn't it your your real strength is not how you handle success it's how you handle failure or what allegedly you deem failure because there's no real failure it's just an attempt that didn't go as planned isn't it so that's where the real strength come come you know so but then um uh yeah Bucket so list. what do you what do you think about um marcus rashford's war in uh, manchester um this morning there were post-its, there were flags, there was, the war was basically peppered with good wishes from members of the community who said, look, we believe in you, you've done well, you've made us proud, uh, as a counter to the truth. Yeah. The, the truth is, he's a very level-headed person that knew his um, upbringing uh, from the days where it was a council, I think it was uh, relying on, um, what was welfare. it, when it was in school, welfare to, to, for subsistence. Somebody like that grows up and he remember his roots and he was helping children in that. He didn't need to play any more football. He didn't need to do any more good thing. Those are the kind of legacies that I really, really value. Okay, you see that I struggled a little bit when you were talking about bucket list because I'm not so uh, uh, feritious. That's another COVIDized dictionary. We want, we want, we want the listeners before we started. So there was a disclaimer. There's post COVID diction coming to you. So, but generally, uh, you will see that those are the kind of values that I kind of like, like those kind of legacy. Like when you mentioned the captain, those kind of legacy. Who, 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 who basks? Tom, Tom, Tom Moore. Exactly, Tom Moore. Uh, who basks in legacy that you have 100 cars? Who is going to drive it? Who basks in legacy that you have mansion in Hawaii, uh, in, in Dubai? How many can you possibly live in? But the legacies that, uh, uh, that lives on uh, after you've gone, 
how many lives you better. Those are the kind of, I, I, I know it's a bit contrary to what you would expect uh, a lot of, you know, celebrities to say no. But those are the kind of legacy I actually value. And I'm being myself. I'm not, I'm not um, trying to be someone else at all. You know, and every time I've, someone has texted me to say thank you for this thing, those are the kind of thing that gives me joy and strength. You know, whenever we've done our shows and people have texted or whenever I've been able to, you know, make someone's life better and they've texted or any, those are the kind of things that fuels my desires and, and, and my living. That is just me. I'm just being myself. It's not the amount of likes on Instagram that fails me. It's not the amount of uh, of followers or, or, or views on, on YouTube. Now, I haven't said, well, I'm you, not saying you, you have, don't you go to thousands. my YouTube. I'm not saying you don't go to Mark Alive show and follow us. Go to Mark Alive on YouTube, follow us. Go to Instagram, MC Mark Comedian or Mark Alive show. Follow us, like us, share the good news. Look at our show, upcoming shows. I'll be there. Buy your tickets, yes. We want all of that to happen because it has to happen, particularly for what we do with it. Okay, so um, I don't need people listening to tell me I'm making sense. I know I'm making sense. Are you making any money? <laughs> we are able to feed the family. We are able to do our own contribution to the community. We are able to do the little we can. Um, nobody tells you, oh, I'm making money. Come and catch me. No. But we, 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 we thank God for what he's doing. And we are grateful that we're not where we used shining. to be. <laughs> and your smile we're is very, very genuine. I'm very not, deep. It's coming from your belly. I'm not whiskey. Whiskey is making money. It's not a fasted smile. <laughs> whiskey is making money. You know, those are the celebrities making money. But we, we are making impact. Let's leave it like that. Okay. We are making impact. Sound Sultan. Oh, just passed away. gosh. It tells you, sorry for, for taking the question right from you. It's one person that I know. You know, sometimes it's more real to you if it's something that you know, somebody that you know. Sometimes you hear these things. It is touching. It just tells you the, 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 the futility of life. I mean, we've seen it through COVID. It has to change your ideals of life. It's not about the set. I'm no. I'm no in no way talking like I'm not doing this interview like celebrity. I'm. I'm being real, just down to earth, just simple. With all the fame, the fortune, once you are dead, it's gone. You are buried to the same ground. It doesn't matter if your coffin is ten million. Who cares? That's it. It's the, the robbers, legacy. The robbers that were coming, coming to, to, to take and try to dig it up. Well, a brother was digging up another person. He fell inside. He died. So that's it. Two for the price of one. Trouble, sleep. No, this is it. Anybody that is still holding so much to life, you know. Sometimes you you see uh, uh, a mad boy, brand new Mercedes. The kids were playing and they tore the car seat. He started lashing out on them, beating them. Oh, so my question is: You were thinking that that Mercedes will increase in value? <laughs> that's why you're angry <laughs> in the first place you know so so what is what is like i tell people sometimes you see people they drive a range they drive to the car park they say they should pay two pound fifty they get upset they go and park is free and when they park is free somebody accidentally you know draws a mark on their car and say so you can drive a range and you're living uh, in a rented house or you can't pay for parking two pound fifty this is it misplaced priorities 
whoever is still holding up oh somebody you've not forgiven somebody some people have not forgiven their son-in-law some people have not forgiven their mother-in-law some have not forgiven them. still holding all, all to that carrying that weight about some people have not forgiven their boss because if had them some people have not forgiven the staff that ran away some people have not forgiven the girlfriend that jitter them some people have not forgiven the boyfriend that jitter. you are still carrying that weight around and after this covid if covid hold you <laughs> I don't, it's not worth it. Nothing is worth over killing yourself about. The unforgiveness, the rancor, the 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 dismay, the 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 hatred, the desperate it's not worth it. If you're in an accident, if you've ever been in an accident and you survived it and you are crying over your lost car, you are a fool. There is no price that can buy life birth. You have seen people who had mansions who even knew God die at 40, at 38, at 44, who were very more religious than whoever you could ever mention. It just tells you when death comes, it's, it's, it boils down to what people have got to say when you've left. You are owing people you somebody's owing you if you can't forgive how much they're owing you leave it let them have it if you can't try your best if you can't don't destroy their life just because they're owing you just 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 maintain a level of balance in everything at all nothing is worth killing ourselves over it just makes you so now the the, the joke that we are doing post-covid is we are making sense and we are telling you jokes at the same time mm. Look at, since COVID um, started, the number of uh, uh, social services issues has also increased. Apart from divorce, I know we're joking about divorce, but social services are now taking more children because the children are now witnessing the home uh, 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 abuse more between their parents. My, my father um, hit my mom, my mom slapped my dad, and they witness that, then they come, they take away the children. In six months, over, over, well, in, in a small community, over 25 kids were already taken. That's the one we even know. Over what? You see a text on her phone. She wants somebody else. You see a text on his phone. She wants somebody That's what. That's why you want to kill yourself? It doesn't make sense. Nothing is really worth dying for. If somebody doesn't want to be with you again, so be it. Maybe they're happy with elsewhere. Let them go and be happy. This is a good sermon. <laughs> Pastor of comedy. <laughs> That's another person. Let them go and be happy. See, you come, you, when, whenever we're doing our shows, and this is it, we, we don't just uh, scratch the surface of the joke. We go right in deep. Surgical. <laughs> we go surgical, not the surface. <laughs> keyhole, keyhole comedy surgery. <laughs> I'm telling you. By the time you finish, you feel like, really? Honestly. And 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 uh, you know, folks, it it just it just drives on so many points, so many points. Our parents die in Africa. We use millions on barrier. When they are alive, you never went to see them. They were broke. You couldn't. You barely send maybe your mommy or daddy just take this twenty thousand. But when they die, you want to show up. You want to do all that. What, to what extent? To what? Who are we fooling? Who are we trying to impress? You know, and you see, you, again, you see people, they have the, 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 their big cars. They want to have the biggest cars. Yeah? But they bring their latest Jaguar. But 
they can't afford to pay for their kids uh, to go to better schools. And you see their kids walking out of school that they know they are not actually teaching those kids good things. But you, are, you got your car, your nice car, you go, or you're flying to this place and flying to that place. To what extent? There's a lot to unpackage. Oh, a lot to unpackage. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear more, you have to come to the Mark Alive show. Yeah. The the, the Mark Alive, and not just that, just just follow us. You'll get a a lot more from uh, our upcoming shows. Tell us Um, all the upcoming shows now. Upcoming shows now, okay. Some of them haven't been listening. Let me start start from uh, 16th of July. The uh, Groove Unlimited uh, Groove comedy, Unlimited. dance discussion, music there, dance discussion, comedy, mm-hmm. dance discussion, and banter. Comedy. Okay, so who's and banter. Be, who's I'm hosting. I'm hosting. Oh, the crowd are going to be dancing via Zoom. That's a okay. Zoom event. Yeah. So if you go to Instagram and type Escape, Escape is not ES. It's X. Is that a Covidized? It's a grammar. Here you go, Escape mm. Entertainment, and then you go to. Uh, then on the 31st of July, I'm hosting Miss African um, UK in Manchester. In the poshest hotel in Manchester. Just go, go on Instagram, Miss Africa UK or Mrs. Africa. Okay, Is it's it Miss Mrs. or Mrs. Africa because okay. the winner could be a Miss or a Mrs. Okay. It's for one night. The most beautiful, the most elegant, the most quintessential African women Where gather are in the one tickets? room. Event bright. Uh, the tickets are on. If you Google African pageant UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, on, on Google, it takes you to the page, the edge, uh, where they actually sell the tickets. Uh, is, you don't want to miss it. First of all, the razzmatazz, the pomp and the pageantry, the best hotel in Manchester. You all know where that is. I don't want to promote for them, but you know that. The quintessence of the night, you coming out of COVID, coming into that environment alone, sets you free, plus all the punchline coming on the night. Honestly. And you are coming there single. After the uh, Miss UK has been crowned, you will go married. by double. Double. <laughs> Okay. Gentlemen, because, gentlemen, if you leave your wife at home, that does not apply to you. <laughs> and of course, um, w- and then we go to as well, then we go uh, yeah, of course. Then we go to all the uh, Macalai comedy variety shows. Uh, we're coming to Leeds uh, end of uh, September slash October, and then the London edition of the uh, Macalai comedy variety show on the 26th of December. That's uh, <coughs> in the in the cooler right now warming towards that and we might be coming to Aberdeen just before the year this is because we are also conscious of the time the relaxation to allow people to warm up into the new rules because uh, we're conscious of that so and of course I might be coming to a city near you okay um, for my regular hosting my social events uh, my regular normal events I do for people their birthday their weddings and all their corporate functions um, I'm hosting NDTIs NDIS this year as well, um, corporate uh, bodies, and the list is there. Just go on uh, uh, uk. You can see a little bit of our itinerary there. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the comedian of the United Nations, yes, sir, MC Mark. Correct. What a wonderful privilege it has been. This is an interview, a chat that has been long in the cooking i had to come all the way from essex wow fly through the m25 wow drive past the m25 face guilford face Pambro, wow. to come and meet you on site wow wow and I you are still honored. very 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 busy i so, appreciate sir 
it's I a privilege, my heart. sir. It's a privilege. It's an sir. honor. It's an honor, sir. Thank to you. have had this time. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please, we apologize for the background effects, but this is real life with Femi Biwoye. Real life. We've kept it real. Out there, where life happens. Until we come your way, this time, next time, whenever we come your way again, it's been a pleasure and a privilege to have had you in the audience. Thank you.